Hey friends, today we are going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the world. If you are anything like me, you're maybe a little bit too in tune with the news and uh, geopolitical updates. And I mean, if we're just being super honest, there are literally 32 countries at conflict right now, ranging from civil wars to full out wars, terrorist insurgencies, etc., etc., etc. We've got rampant inflation happening left and right. There are some absolute insanity happening throughout our schools and just even throughout our streets. And if it's got you a little bit worked up, just know, friend, you are not alone, which is why we are going to have this conversation today, because we need to capture and contain these worries and these fears and these just thoughts that can overtake us and derail us and distract us from who we're called to be as God's daughters and sons and turn to him and trust him. Even when it's hard and even when the world wants to keep us fixated on everything but him. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24-7? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee, because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Today, I'm not going to remind you to go buy a course or connect with me in some certain way. I just want to remind you today as my call to action for you, as the thing that I really truly want you to do is to stop, to slow down, and to seek him. If you have not grabbed my seven-step spiritual battle plan, it is completely free. There are no strings attached. I sell nothing, and it is just a gift. It is something that the Lord walked me through as I was walking through something hard in my own life. He led me to Psalms chapter 18, and I was blown away by the battle plan, the step-by-step that he had inside scripture just for me to follow. It helped me through this time in my life and it's helped me through many more. And I want to pass this gift on to you. If you are facing a season of strongholds, spiritual warfare, or anything hard, I mean, hello, who isn't, please go and grab this battle plan and allow it to bless you, work through it. And I pray that it will help you navigate this hard season that you're walking through. That can be found at stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. That's stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. All right, let's get into that real, real. I'm excited to chat with you today, friend. You know, worry is so real. And as much as I try to not worry, it just creeps its ugly little head around and finds me. And I don't know if this is just the world we live in, if it is just one of the seasons that we're going through right now, or if it's truly the end of the end times. You know, I've been on this and you guys have heard me talk about it. This little uh, research kind of journey into eschatology in the past, probably 12 to 18 months, which is basically the um, study of the end times biblically. 
and it's fantastic and it's wonderful and honestly it's all biblical and it's super super um interesting to learn about eschatology from a biblical perspective and listen to the different experts and see what scripture has to say and then and then look outside and see the world transpiring in such a way that it directly correlates and directly links to these things I've learned in the past 12 to 18 months. And while that can be so, it's super exciting in a way, it's also semi-terrifying because there are certain things where there are still question marks for me around different pieces of this whole thing. And so that's where the worry comes in, right? Worry comes in when we don't know for sure. And as humans, do we ever know for sure? And I think that's the point. God wants us to completely and fully be surrendered and completely and fully reliant on him. And that's where our human nature side comes in and the enemy will prey on and poke at the pieces of us that want to say, but God, but God, but when, and but God, but how, and but God, what about blank? And how will I blank? And what about this? And so many questions. And as we look at the news and we see the, the narrative that the media might portray or maybe some of your family members portray and we get away from what scripture says about staying completely yoked up with God in our mental state and in our heart posture and um, not con- not never worrying but controlling our worry, our fear, and our anxieties, we easily get derailed and we find ourselves in this place of kind of uncontrolled chaos. And I know for me that looks like wake up and instead of sitting to do my Bible study or sitting to pray or turning to God, I'm turning to YouTube and I'm looking up the latest news or I'm looking up a news channel and checking out what's going on, you know, and I think that we can easily kind of get pulled in and fixated into these worries. And maybe that's not it for you. Maybe you're listening to this episode because you're super worried about your kids or you're super worried right now about your marriage or maybe your business is floundering. They're all one and the same. Because the worries that we face that are of this world, they're not going away. And if we are nearing the end of the end times, which I think you cannot ignore the signs and what the Bible says, um, those begin to compound for us. And so I'm bringing this episode to you, maybe not just for you today, but also for me, so that we can kind of go through this just roadmap together of how to trust God and let go of worries about the future, how to really lean in to walking with him, even when the world is absolutely crazy, chaotic, catastrophic, and wanting to crush your peace and your presence. We've got this because we've got God. So let's dive in. We're going to go through five things today uh, that I personally am working on, and I know that and pray that these will also help you as well to just rest, rest in him. The first one is to acknowledge your fears. I think the worst thing we can do is stuff away the worry, stuff away the anxiety, the depression, whatever it is. We need to acknowledge this, acknowledge the fear. It's okay to have fear. It's okay to have worries, but dwelling on them And idolizing them is where we get into trouble. So when we acknowledge our fear, it brings it into light. And I think of Ephesians 5.13, which says, Everything exposed to the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. 
another version of this, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. Getting things out of you, out of your mind and out of your spirit and out, literally out of you, like you're, you're letting go of this belief, this worry, this fear, getting it, letting it, um, escape your body and out into the air, into discussing it with somebody else, journaling it, writing it down, whatever needs to happen that brings it into the light. And God directs us to do that, to make it visible, to expose it by the light, and then it will be illuminated. And so I think that's super important for us to do that as we, as we push things inside and we bottle them up and we harbor them thinking, oh, this is dumb or no one would understand or, you know, my spouse can't handle me talking about this for one more day. That may or may not be me. You know, we harbor them and they start to fester and they start to grow and they start to kind of blossom in your mind, maybe into something that they're actually not. So get it out. And, you know, some tips for this. One, journal it because God will listen. Two, find a friend or somebody that you know you can talk to about a worry or a fear that you're having. And then, of course, bringing it back to scripture and bringing it back to the Bible that will help you then navigate that because we have to acknowledge the fear before we can work on them or let them go. So number two is to then focus on God's promises. One of the best ways that we can trust God when we're walking through all this hard stuff, right, is to focus on his promises and his word. So many promises in scripture that we can look at that helps us let go instead of allowing this thing to grow and to become become all consuming, that we can release it. Uh, Isaiah 41.10, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So many beautiful promises in here. Don't fear. I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. I'm your God. I'll strengthen you. I'll help you. I'll uphold you. All of these promises are already here. So what happens is when we, when we turn away from God's word and we believe that we must fear because we are alone, we must be dismayed because God is not for us. We must be weak because no one is helping us. We're actually turning against the promises of God and we're leaning into the enemy's deceptions and we're leaning away from what God wants for our lives. And when we start down that path, it's a slippery, slippery slope. It's us taking control of ourselves instead of allowing God to be in control. So use Isaiah 41, 10 as a scripture that you can renew your, your mind with every morning. When you find yourself in fear, you find yourself dismayed, any of these things, turn to this verse, speak it aloud, speak it over your life, your home, your family, put, write it down, journal it, put it on the fridge. These words can be a shield and can be a protector for you. Psalm 27, one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Again, I don't need to fear anything because the Lord is my light and I'm saved. The Lord is my light and my salvation. End of story. 
Nothing that happens here on earth is going to matter at the end of the day as long as we are saved. And when we speak that the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior and he is the person that we will follow to the end of the earth and beyond, that we believe in him with all of our hearts, we ask him to forgive our sins and turn our hearts towards him and that we are surrendering our lives to him, that is salvation. Jesus will be with us and we will walk in light, in light and life. And what's so crazy is as you speak those words, maybe they're just words and it feels like a prayer, but over time, as you begin to live it out and believe it and walk forward with that as your new truth, God transforms you and he makes you new. If you were to look at me today versus me 10 years ago, I am a absolutely completely different person. The things that I do, the way that I speak, the language that I use, how I look, it's the go on the Holy Spirit diet. Like, girl, you've been trying to diet. Like, all you need is the Holy Spirit and watch how he cleanses you from the inside out. My cravings are changed. I don't drink alcohol. Like, you guys, it's absolutely crazy when we turn our full and utter trust and belief in him and become saved. We begin a changing process a revitalization and redemption process where we are completely made new. And I bring that up because that is the beautiful favor that awaits us when we finally relinquish this control and we stop cowering in fear and worry. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. So we hear to trust in the Lord to not lean on our own understanding. How many of us think we believe something? You know what I mean? And then maybe you watch the debates and you're like, well, maybe I don't believe that. Or you believe in something, you're on somebody's side of some war somewhere and then you hear a narrative and you're like, oh, maybe this thing over here. We are so confused and so absolutely ridiculous. Humanity as a whole, we are so impressionable. We are so um, vulnerable. We are so easily swayed, swinging left to right and up to down and fickle. I mean, and no offense. I hope that doesn't offend you. Like, that's me. I'm like, woohoo, I'm over here. And then tomorrow I'm over here. My husband's like, what is going on with you? I'm like, you know what it is? It's that I am not turning back to the truth and the foundational principles of what is true. And that is God's word. It is the Bible. I am opening my Bible every single day. Even if I have two minutes, I'm opening it. I am finding a word of the Lord and I'm speaking it aloud over my life because this worry, anxiety, and fear, and chaotic spiraling is not helping me. It's not helping you. And it's not helping the purpose that we all serve, which is to glorify the the kingdom of God, to be anointed and appointed children of, of the most high king, and to hold our heads up high and to be confidently aware of God's truth and to walk that out. That is what and who we are called to be. And we have to stop playing into the enemy's tricks and lies, which are to what? Lean on our own understandings, to not submit to anyone, but to be in full control of ourselves and to run in circles instead of trusting in in the God, leaning on only what he says to be true, not my own understanding, submitting to him completely and walking straight alongside God. I'm going to choose that. And even when I find myself in these situations, I'm afraid or worried or I'm idolizing this chaos, you know, we find ourselves spiraling in in some situation. The awareness of it, which brings us back to point one, right? Acknowledge your fears. Be aware. 
okay, cool. I am definitely a little bit more over here than I want to be. I'm going to, I'm going to recommit to this walk with God. I'm going to recommit to scripture. I'm going to recommit to my Bible study. I'm going to read recommit to prayer. Guys, this is a constant battle that even I go through every week. Let me recommit. I've got, you know, like there's always more. There's always more in your relationship with the Lord and in your peace, in your mind, in the renewal of our minds, in the posture of our hearts. There's always more. And it's a battle. There is a war for your soul. And that war is waging now more strongly and intentionally and intensely than ever before because of the times that we live in. So we have to be aware. We have to open our eyes. We can't live a life with a phone in front of our face and think that we are going to be awake and aware to the enemy's tricks. We have to get we have to get some quiet in our day. We have to get centered in the word. We need to pray and we need to be submitted so that we can be led by him. Otherwise, we're missing it. You're missing God's whispers. You're missing the signs. You're missing the blessing if you're allowing this stuff to control you and persuade you. Okay, number three is to pray for peace. When we're feeling this worry, this anxiety, all of these things, the crazy futures, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And, you know, inflation, the housing market, whatever, grocery prices, like it is just nuts. And believe me, I'm with you. I see it. We all see it. We've got to turn to God and we need to turn to him in prayer. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a beautiful, beautiful promise. Don't be anxious, but pray, petition, be thankful, and present your request to him. And then, you know how God loves those, and then, and then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. We should not feel peace right now. You should not feel peaceful in the midst of 32 wars that are happening, in the midst of financial craziness all around in the midst of whatever is happening in kids schools. I mean, y'all, we should not feel peaceful, but yet our God provides peace, which transcends all understanding. So Lord, I receive your peace, even though I shouldn't feel peaceful, even though the world is chaotic and crumbling, Lord God, I receive your peace. Don't block the peace. Open up to it. Allow it. It's here for us. It's already promised right here in Philippians 4 for you. All you have to do is open your hands. Yes, Lord, I'm ready. I receive it. And that peace guards your hearts and your minds through the power of Christ Jesus. So imagine your heart with a barrier of peaceful protection around it and your mind with a barrier of peaceful protection around it and you being able to move your feet forward even though, even though life is hard, even though the news is bad, even though life is throwing stones and sticks your way, even though you're facing all of these strongholds and spiritual warfare battles, you still feel peace. That's what happens when we pray. Pray like you ain't never prayed in your whole life. Do it for seven days and watch your life completely flip. I'm telling you, the power of prayer, it's indescribable. Number four, 
Practice thankfulness or gratitude. This is such a powerful weapon against worry and anxiety and and all this stuff. When we are grateful, we are focusing on the good things in our lives instead of dwelling on all of the what ifs. So what do you actually do with this one? I would take some time each day to write down the things you're grateful for. So this can be in the morning, the evening. I like to do the evening or the next morning for the day before. That way, instead of trying to force myself in the morning of like, I'm grateful for my bed, I'm grateful for coffee, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm actually grateful because today, like I had an amazing parent-teacher conference with my son's teachers and they had glowing reports and I'm so grateful, Lord, that you've positioned my kids to be such incredible learners at a wonderful school, right? Something that's actually meaningful because it happened to you that day. This simple practice will shift your focus off of worries and what ifs to gratitudes, thankfulness, and blessing. And finally, number five, let go and trust God. The most important thing we can do out of all of these is to just trust him. Trust he has a plan for your life. Trust he has a plan for your business. Trust he has a plan for this world. Trust that he is with you every step of the way. Hebrews 11.1 says, faith is confidence in what we hope for an assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So let's let go of our worries and have faith that God is in control. There are so many scriptures you can turn to other than the ones I've referenced today, but I just pray that these bless you, that you are encouraged today, that you follow along these five steps, implement them, actually do the practices that I have spoken about today, and watch your life and your mind and your worries fade away and at least lessen so that you can grow in that true trust in him. I just pray over you guys every day. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who is on this journey with me, who is part of this beautiful community that we've created. I just love you guys. I'm so honored that I am here to lead you and walk beside you on your journey. Let's keep looking up and moving forward. I'll see you soon. May God bless you. Bye. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Quitty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.